Mr. and Mrs. America and all the ships should see. This is Ed Sheehan for Colony Confidential. Had a very nice 4th of July down on the beach. We were down there last night. Caught some of the stuff from uh, Macy's. A lot of stuff from Marine Park, Brooklyn. What did you catch from Macy's? Some of the fireworks. And a lot of fireworks from uh, Marine Park, mm. Brooklyn, and Canarsie seem to be very, very active. Then where we were sitting on the beach, about 50 yards away, some guy was shooting off these great fireworks. We had like an hour of great fireworks, nice cigar, you know, down on the beach. Yeah. And um, we were supposed to talk about, what are we talking about? My uh, illustrious career? You're all over the place. What's the biggest pain in the ass pest right now, aside from mosquitoes and ants that we covered? House fly. Well, I would say a fruit fly. Well, that's because you're dealing with uh, commercial. commercial accounts. I'm dealing with a yard. So with down a lot here, of dog shit in it. No, no. I'm very particular about that. However, some of my neighbors do not pick their dog crap up. And as we know, that's a breeding medium for the flies. They what what happened to those things that we used that were like lanterns? Remember? Yeah. They uh, worked really good. You put some beer and bread in there. You put the beer and bread in if you were going after yellow jackets. I found out that like scraps, table scraps, like fat off some meat or something. Oh, you take the food away from the dog. Or even if you were really desperate, you could take some dog turd and throw it in there. The problem with that is they work extremely well. But it's like every fly is telling the other fly, hey, go over to Ed's. They got some good stuff there. Now, when they get into these... They're big, like a mason jar that's made out of plastic. It's very environmentally friendly. Problem is you got to dig a deep hole to bury them because, man, they stink. Then you fill them up again. I used to put them all in the yard and then I had a lot of flies in the yard. Now I put them on the outside of the fence and then the side of the, yeah, well, side the, of the house. Yeah, well, to put it on the outskirts of your house. So, we were talking about yesterday, like those for the mosquitoes, the ones that emit, what is it, the CO2? But then you attract all the mosquitoes from the neighborhood, which it sounds like what you were doing with the flies. Right, exactly. But no matter what, in a neighborhood like this, where your plot is only 60 by 100 at best, we talked about this with dealing with mosquitoes, you're always going to be killing it. You know, you should charge your neighbors for that. Like, you got rid of their fly problem. Send them a bill. Yeah, but then my neighbor next door had my basement pumped out in Sandy. Got the fire department here to pump it out. I got those two little pumps that were not All right, so it's a neighbor. So you know what? They got the guy next door as a detective, his wife's a nurse. You know, everybody's everybody. So you said house flies. So how would you get rid of house flies? Well, first of all, there's moisture. You got to check if you got any moisture. And where we found the most, where most people forget, there's the drain pipes around the house, the gutters. They don't clean them out. And then when you go up there, you see all these little squirmy things up there. And that's fly larvae. Our good friend Carmen Reno from Anchor. What up, Carmen? We were talking. He was like, yo, he's like, I, I love listening because he said, I forgot about checking the gutters for mosquitoes. So he told all of his guys, don't forget. Not only that, what I like most about the gutters, it was an extra charge. They're coming from the gutters. Well, do you take care of that? Well, I have to charge you for it. So it was another way to expand market share. You know, bottom line. Uh, the other thing is, all my garbage cans have holes drilled in the bottom. They collect any water, the water drains out of it. So I do have a pond in the yard. There's no mosquitoes in the pond. I have fish in there, and it's running water. So for all you people that don't want to get a pond, or you're afraid of the mosquitoes, if you have running water, the water's not stagnant. You're going to be okay. Get a pond. It's so good to get up in the morning. You know, you get a cup of coffee or a cocktail, depending on what yeah, you want. Yeah, but your pond has those little pockets where mosquitoes are living and growing. On the side? Yeah. You have to tell everybody? 
Yeah, you need an exterminator. Yeah, because he uses dunks, BTIs that kill the law of yeah. that don't allow them to grow. I was getting to that. No, you weren't. You were going to bullshit everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing us back. But See what I so you still once that happens, once more, you do all the sanitation it. stuff, then you need a one or someone like us, a pest management professional, to come in and really help you. Because then in a house, we'll do a house, since that's what he's talking about. You'll end up with fruit flies. You won't know why you have fruit flies. Are you composting? Do you have? Um, what is that thing that we've never had in the sink? A garbage disposal. I say everybody I know that lives in Georgia has a garbage oh. disposal. There must have been some and also if you some leave, building connection where someone sold the whole. If you have rotten town. fruit, you're gonna get fruit. I don't yeah. know where they come from. But, but things they, things they people come. things people don't think about though are the garbage disposal or inside the garbage. Rotten fruit, everybody knows. All right, whatever. But you know, maybe maybe you there's people out there don't know about rotten fruit. Maybe. We're talking maybe. to homeowners, not only exterminators. Actually, our core market is B to B, not B to C. Okay, fine. Anyway, but that's what you need us for because the things that you don't think of and then allow us to solve it. We just did a big fly job, like 288 drains. And part of our program, this is for all flies, but mainly for black eye and red eye fruit flies. We steam the drains, we clean them out with an industrial pipe cleaner, and then we foam them all with a growth regulator and an enzyme. And then if the customer is smart, they let us do it on a monthly basis so that it never builds up again. Back in my day, used to take this long piece of metal that we had sharpened on one edge. It was actually a big knife. And you put it down the drain and you scrape all of this stuff out. You had to do it on a regular basis, but it helped a lot. It wasn't didn't totally get rid of them, but it helped a lot. It cut them down about 95%. Yeah. But as you know, with flies, 95% don't mean much because they breed so fast. So we sold more service. We increased the service. And, of course, you got to police the kitchens in these swanky places uh, right. get on the staff and I'll, I'll tell you another story I can't mention a hotel they had a lot of these fruit flies and other things and I, so I said okay when is your slowest night they said Sunday night so I get a hold of this new kid that's in the, in the he's in the kitchen he's cleaning the kitchen and I show him how to use this steamer that they had and I go I want you to steam everything the walls everything 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 so of course being down at Breezy on Sunday night is like, yeah, the hell with it. I'll, I'll tell him the guy that was supposed to go there couldn't make it. His car broke down or something. So I go down there Monday. I come in there like, man, whatever you did last night, fantastic. I can't believe it. Oh, my God. And it was just to clean it, right? The kid cleaned. I didn't do nothing. But I wrote out a bill for $350 and got the guy to sign Allegedly. It. So Allegedly, yeah, allegedly. So I ran into the torrid flies in mausoleums. And it's a big deal because a lot of people want to be buried above ground so the insects can't get Was them. it forehead flies? Forehead flies, yeah. And, and I don't know. If, what are you saying? What? P-H-O-R-I-D. Thorid flies. Whatever you, you know, whatever you new people call it. To me, it was thorid P-H is the first sound now. Listen, Come listen, on. listen. Whatever it was, it was a big moneymaker. Anyway, what happens is you get buried above ground because you don't want, you know, me, I'm going in the ground. Got to pay back to people that were good to you. Uh, no insects should get to them. But what happens is, from the rotation of the earth and trucks and stuff going by, eventually the concrete cracks. And your coffin has a tiny little Teflon blowhole because as you dissolve, you give off gas. And this lets out the gas. But after seven years, the Teflon rots. And that's where the florid, the florid flies come in. You had my... The flies. Florid. Listen, maybe in your day. That's where we come in. We'd go there at night. And I, I remember the 
vividly. I'm with this guy, and they got this music playing. So we had Elvis Presley playing, but the thing, you don't realize it when you're in these places, they have a filtration system going. So we would shut that off because it would suck out the fog. And even with our masks on, like you'd, you'd be pulling the thing tighter. It wasn't that you did smell that the decay. decay. So the moral yeah. of the story is, is that you got to find a breeding site and eliminate it. In this situation, you can't eliminate. The breeding site is actually eliminated. I was going to tell you what else happened. What else happened? So this was a, a contract that was from April until like uh, November. They didn't do it in the, in the winter. I had this new guy with me. And as you go by the empty crypts, you hear, um, what's that? What's that? I go, they're talking. Come on, who? The people, they talk. Cut, cut, cut the crap. And then you got these statues of like St. Joseph, the Blessed Virgin. He goes, did you see that statue move? I go, yeah, it's St. Joseph. We ain't gonna bother you. Just keep. What's the deal? I go, just keep working. You're shocked. You ain't been here the first time here. They're all dead. They ain't gonna bother you. All uh, right, so how many different types of flies do you think there are? I would say... Uh, 1,500. I got a book in the office and it says something like over 300,000. You know that does my heart good <laughs> to see that there's so many of them. It's wonderful. Main ones are really like house fly, blue bottle, green bottle, drain fly, fard fly, fruit what, fly. Wait, wait, there's another one. There's another one. What about that drain fly? The fungus fly? gnat. I just mentioned the drain fly. Oh, did you? Yeah, the one that has like the furry wings, the moth-like wings. Good money maker, boy. People freak out with that guy. But those are the main ones that we get cluster flies up here, but we had a guy call in about cluster flies, didn't we? What was his name? He called in with the live thing, right? Nice. At a certain time of the year, you spray the outside of the house. I tell you, this guy, he's dead now, but he was a wonderful, wonderful guy. Steve Walsh helped me out tremendously. I'm down in Pennsylvania. I don't know what the hell these flies are. He tells me, they were. I think he said they were on the, the west side of the wall. Spray the west side of the wall, and when this is over... You find all the cracks and you tell the guy you're going to come here in September, October, and you're going to seal all these cracks for more money. And we did, and we made more money just on that. But yes, there, there is a window of opportunity, and there's also an opportunity. The window of opportunity in New York is actually August 15th to August 30th. After that, to really control it, you're really just killing them until the following year. Treatment is from the outside in. Start on the outside. What about, did you mention fungus gnats? Well, the fungus gnats, well, we ran into a lot of them or uh, in these um, commercial office. buildings with all these nice potted plants. You know, somebody comes in, waters the plant. Somebody comes in in the afternoon, waters the plant. Especially where there's three shifts. Yeah. And so what we, we found this chemical you can't get anymore. It's a saga. But it wasn't good for roaches. It was damn good for these fungus gnats. So we would go in there and on a Sunday and treat these uh, plants for these fungus gnats and it worked like a charm. The other thing we tell a homeowner, if we were in a charitable mood, is to take the plant and put it out in the sun to dry out the soil and the, the things will go away. Or as a joke, I would tell them I got this magic sand, it comes from a very special place. They'd ask me where it was, I'd tell them Breezy Point. So all I had to do was go to the beach and mix some sand. They try to do it themselves and it doesn't come out well. We had a, a question from, from the Facebook Live from Anthony Suska, our friend over there. Anthony, how's the kids, buddy? I see you with Chase Stadium with your son. I hope you're taking good care of your father-in-law, Danny, because he's a good friend of mine. Do anything wrong to him, I have to come out there. So anyway, the question was, do we recommend getting the drains cleaned professionally. Yes, but Anthony, you own a pest control company, so we recommend you do it. And that's basically what we're doing, cleaning the drains 
with the steamer and everything like that. It depends on what the customer will go for, though. Sometimes the customers tell you engineering will do it, and then it's your job to make sure, <laughs> you, make sure you point out the fact that it wasn't done. So we were talking about fungus gnats. The key is eliminating and drying out the soil and talking with, to with the most, staff. With most of these flies, drying up. There are products. I mean, if you have the right licensing, you can treat the soil if you want to. The best thing to do is to just dry it out. But a lot of times we would also find them when the people like are growing bamboo. I don't know why you need to grow bamboo in your office setting or only that, but people will supposed grow, to be good luck. Not grow bamboo. They'll, they'll have bamboo, but it sits in water. But the water, as it starts to evaporate, they'll end up with some type of either fungus gnat or, or pest. And you know, when they're trying to grow the roots and they just let it sit in water and then the root just ends up sitting when the water evaporates and then you'll have them in that moisture. It's just really, again, about... We're walking around. It's the CSI part of. You basically be, commercial setting. You basically become an educator. You got to educate the people to what it is. The more you know, the more you come across as a professional. And the one thing that always, I don't know if it's still to this day because I'm not out in the field, but in my day, they're like, yeah. And then you you went and you did some research and you copied it and you go here. This is what I was talking about. Oh, it was in a book. Yeah. How do you think I learned it? You know. So basically backing yourself up and what about those flies those flies that's biting everybody's legs oh ah, oh 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 they're called no seams they're not flies they're not flies what it is these people on their chairs you're talking they, about the mystery bug i call them no seams you call them whatever you want this. it's the static electricity from them sliding back and forth on their rug and stuff like that and when you tell them that they don't believe it you go okay no problem we're gonna get rid of these things you call the manager of the building, housekeeping, whatever, you go, you, you got to shampoo these rugs and you got to put scotch bar guard on all the chairs. We're going to come in at night and fog it out. So you go in at night, bring a nice sandwich with you, maybe a bottle of beer. And in those days you could smoke, nice cigar, and um, do some work, allegedly. And um, Allegedly for this whole fucking story. And, uh, okay. Anyway... But now, the so next times day have they changed because we have the same issues today. Yeah, what do you do? We tell them what they need to do, and we charge them for telling them what they need to do because our knowledge is worth money, and we don't allegedly pretend to do a job. We tell them we won't apply more pesticides because, as it says in the mystery bug article, not the no article, it says applying pesticides could make it worse. Right? No. Yeah, it, it, it absolutely says that. Okay. It says applying pesticides would make it worse. So what do we do? We tell the people to buy the plastic covering for where their chair rolls after the cleaning company does the cleaning. And a new thing now we found out that's also in that article. It's not that new, but new for, for this guy. The air vents. You got to make sure the air vents are being cleaned. And of course, See, we I had did, this I did not know that. fabulous engineer, director of engineering telling me, fuck you, we clean, look at our schedule. My guy checked it off. He does all the air vents. I said, okay, let's go. Where's the air vent for this one particular room? Would you believe his guy never never changed that fucking <gasps> air vent? He, oh. he couldn't believe it. Wow. And they're kind of smart like us because they date when they put the vent in. They write the date and the initials on it, right? It was like two years old, the air vent. And allegedly, they change it every month. So I just looked at him, and that was it. Me and him were boys from then on. Isn't we didn't have nice? no more problems. Isn't that but nice? that was part of the problem. So is nice. that they weren't, you know, his guys weren't. And we all know this. Anybody with employees knows your employees are only good as you as you make them. QA, baby. QA. Don't forget, August 15th, we're at the New Jersey Clam Bake at Rutgers. We're going to have a booth. Come by, say hello. Jump on a microphone with us. It's August 15th at Rutgers, New Jersey Clam Bake. Don't forget... 
Weebug, New York, New Jersey, D.C., Maryland, Virginia. I want to shout out to Joey Ferrandino. Joey, I got your message. I spread the word. Thank you for that. I hope you had a marvelous 4th of July, Joe. Hey, maybe I'll see you at the Jersey Clam Bake. So, Mr. and Mrs. American Water Ships at Sea, this is Ed Sheehan for Colony Confidential. Hoping you had a wonderful 4th of July and you have a great weekend. And thank you. Till we meet again, God bless you.